You're listening to AGRR Magazine's special podcast, Industry Update, The Coronavirus. This podcast is designed to bring you the latest industry news surrounding the disruptions caused by this worldwide pandemic. And now I'll turn it over to Tara Tafra, Editorial Director of AGRR Magazine, who will introduce our special guest. Today's guest is John Lasky, CEO at City Autoglass. John, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. So before we delve in, I want to give our listeners a little bit of background. You've been at City Autoglass for about six months now. Uh, you came from Safelight, where you worked for the past uh, 20 plus years. Um, and you're based in Florida, where City just expanded into. Is that right? That is correct. 30 plus years in Minnesota. And here's our first year into the great state of Florida. Okay, well, first, tell us how that's going then, um, as you just expanded there. Well, it was it was off to a, a fast start, um, actually, before the pandemic, you know, took took shape. Right. Uh, but we are we are starting to see uh, market share and some gain in the state, and it's was really looking it was looking well. Uh, the pandemic has slowed us down a bit, but uh, we believe that we're positioned well for nice growth in the state of Florida. Okay, yeah, we'll have to check in with you when this is all over. Um, so usually I start by asking our guests how the virus has impacted business thus far, but I want to get to that a little later because City has a little bit of a different story. So uh, tell us how you had an inkling that this was coming and then how City prepared and really was kind of ahead of other companies in the industry by the time the coronavirus made its way here to the U.S., yeah, absolutely. Well, first, can I take the opportunity um, to thank all the first responders, um, the essential workers, uh, law enforcement, the grocery store associates of course. Uh, out there today that have been so supportive in making sure that we've had everything we need. Uh, the frontline workers, the doctors, the nurses, it has really been uh, true heroes have, have come to the front of the line. So it's it, yes. It, it, take the time to from City Autoglass to thank everybody. But uh, how we had an inkling, uh, you know, back in November, uh, my team, I brought a few members uh, that were have been part of this industry for, for quite some time, but also joined me at City Autoglass. And when we had a, a contact uh, overseas and shared a little bit of what was happening in China, and shared a little bit of what they were going through in uh, the late part of the year, uh, you know, late November, early December. So we started to watch it from there. And we wanted to position ourselves to make sure that we were flexible to if this pandemic was sort of like a, a catastrophic event, how we were to handle our business. So we had to start thinking differently. Mm -hmm. um, we, we, we looked at our, we actually had in place, we were looking to uh, transition more into this role, but it was a mobile CA, a mobile customer advocate. And we were testing it. We had a, uh, a high functioning CA that was moving uh, outside of our working territory. So she was actually leaving Minnesota, not moving to Florida, but we wanted to retain our good folks. So we thought this was a great opportunity to uh, have this mobile CA, very high functioning. And when we looked at this position, we decided uh, on, the, on the heels of the pandemic coming, we added a second. And this basically easily transitioned us into safely moving our, uh, our CAs, our uh, assistant store managers, our call center folks home. 
I was just going to say, I thought it was interesting too. Didn't you tell me that um, in the beginning of March, like every two days you moved somebody home? That is correct. Yes. Uh, good memory. Yes. Every, every, two, every two days we had laptops, uh, hard phones with IP phone system to move our associates home to have a smooth transition. We never missed a beat to handle our current customers and our new customers coming. So yeah. it made a very sim- simplistic move to a home working environment. Right. And you said that that's going um, very well. I think you said you can kind of log on in the morning and see the CAs. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So our IT manager spends, <laughs> spends every morning uh, checking on, making sure they have a dashboard where you can see when the, our CA comes online, our new mobile CA comes online, uh, the amount of calls, how long the calls are going. Uh, we could actually interact with them you know, this dashboard as well. So they're always talking to each other, uh, checking in on each other. Good morning. It's really great. It's really helped our working environment stay close to each other, even though they're not next to each other in the building. Yeah. And you said it kind of even, they even talk to each other more, right? Didn't you say they kind of had more interaction, which is kind of crazy, even though they're not together? Absolutely. Uh, it's, It's amazing the interaction that they're having with each other online to share the stories, how each individual is being affected by this, but yeah, they're spending a lot of time talking and really it's been a nice, it's been a nice transition where a stressful time, you know, turned into a nice time to work together. Right. Right. So, so even though you were very proactive, how is this situation um, impacting the company and what steps have you had to put into place? Like, have you had to, lay off any employees or do you have to take advantage of any of the government programs out there? Can you just kind of take us through that? Well, as I just mentioned, it, it really has brought us closer together. Um, you know, my team and I are, 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 like we mentioned earlier, we're new to the company. So this gave us a great opportunity to connect with associates to show them how much we cared about them beyond the next job type of situation. Mm-hmm. So we did reduce ours. We decided to go ahead and reduce hours early to protect the company, then furlough. We, we, the executive team decided early, and we were strong on this. We weren't going to reduce anyone due to the pandemic. Uh, we thought that every job is important. With the stress that our folks are going through with the pandemic, the virus itself, uh, keeping your family safe, keeping your family with food and the essential needs, we didn't want them to worry about their job. So we, mm-hmm. we, we made sure it was important to know that their job would be kept whole through this. And of course, we're looking at the, uh, there are all kinds of great packages. Um, and uh, the, the PPP plan is something that we're, we're, we're becoming very verse on. Um, yes. You know, our, our HR business partner and our uh, controller, uh, it's constantly ever changing, but we're, we're looking for the right fit for what matches our company. So it's like a glove and we want to make sure that we take, take the necessary needs that we need to do to protect our company. Yeah. Can you give us an idea of how much it has slowed down, I guess, if you will? Yeah. Um, well, we were, we were on track, uh, to, we were, we were well ahead of last year in our business, especially with the, uh, additional, uh, adding of Florida, um, March, we, we were moving along uh, about 20% above last year in March. And as I think I heard this yesterday on your podcast, where the second two weeks in March, it started to dip down. Yes. So we are feeling, we are feeling the effects, uh, especially 
we believe it has to do with the stay in orders. You know, the miles driven are, are, are down now. Um, but, but we are feeling it, but I believe that, uh, with the business being down and the reduced hours that we put in place, we're lining up nicely. That's good to hear. Um, so how different do you expect our industry to look when this is all over? Um, what is just like, if you, you've been in the business for a very long time, more than 20 years, what is the most important thing companies can do, um, to make sure that they survive this and they come back and they come back with their back, their employees can have a job. Well, um, thinking differently, adapting to change, uh, you know, being able to adapt to change. Yeah. This, this is a, this is something that's going to ever change, not only our business, but all businesses, right? The economy is going to ever change. Uh, but, but, but adapting to that change is the most important piece. And as I mentioned, being able to successfully uh, adapt our CA position to work from home without a hitch mm-hmm. um, gave, gave and, and we, you know, not only did we, you know, change the way our CAs, but we, we almost change the way our technicians interact with our leadership to our customer base. Mm-hmm. And if I give you an example is we, we went to a zero contact. So our technicians have a design time to come in in the morning, a, you know, more of a designated time to come in mm-hmm. a, a 10 minutes of the day to, to check in their parts, to go over the review of yesterday's parts. Now, usually we'd have multiple associates uh, working with that associate, the technician, but we went with the, the zero contacts or our minimal contact. Um, our technicians are, are, are going out there. And because we added a, uh, a DocuSign type of system in place where we're getting mm-hmm. electronic signatures, we're making it easier to do business with us. And these are some of the things that I believe that if you adapt to the change in our environment in, in the world today, um, you should be able to come out on the other side of this okay. We, we will survive this at the end. Yes. And when, when we look at the other side, it, it, it's how you adapt and you still take care of your people, your most valuable resource and your customer base you should be able to come in the other side of this. Okay. Yeah. That's some, a great way to kind of end us here. Um, and I love that you say that you took, took some positive things, kind of learned some things that you'll keep on, you know, keeping on with when this is all over. Um, but anything else that you want to share with our listeners before we let you go? Yeah. I mean, uh, if I, if I could give a piece of what I believe it will look like when this is over, we think the landscape is going to change and how dramatically it depends on, on the effects of the overall economy, but it's unknown, but we're confident that the miles driven with the suppressed gas prices that we're confident that we believe that when the stay orders come in, people are going to want to travel. Now, what that travel looks like is unknown the airline, uh, the cruise travel, but we think the miles driven will go back up. Um, we think that people will spend the time maybe visiting their local places, uh, maybe yes. within States. And <laughs> we're, we're looking at it on a day to day, a week to week, a month to month basis. Like a lot of folks are in these small business or in large businesses. But we think that the summer boom, if everybody would stay home, be safe right now, uh, take the advice of, of allowing the essential associates out there to, to go about they need to help support, you know, our folks out there. But when this is all said and done, we're looking forward to seeing the business stay intact for the summer. Yes. 
Yes, I'm sure as everyone out there is as well and as we are as well. Well, thank you so much for um, joining us today and best of luck as your company and all the other companies out there continue to navigate through this. Thanks again. Thanks, Tara. I appreciate it. Glass Bites continues to cover COVID-19 on our website, so be sure to check back there. We will see you next Monday for our next episode. If you would like to be a guest or have an idea for one, send me an email at ttaffera at glass.com.